You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 49. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubuni. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Iya Omileti. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So turn up the volume in your car, put on your earbuds. This is going to be a good one. And of course, get something great to drink. Let's chat. This episode is being brought to you by our sponsor, Alejos 101. Inside of Alejos 101, there is a great new framework to help you with a challenge that is one of the first ones that any and every new person will encounter, and that is the how to get a godparent for you. I have created the Alejo's Guide to Godparents. This is brand new, and it has been created because of the many questions that this topic gets. What is it? It is a guide with a video and audio and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's basically going to give you the map and the keys to the vehicle of how to get a godparent. Why do you need this? Because no matter what you want to do in these traditions, you will need someone to help you, to guide you, to uplift you, and help you on your spiritual journey. And this gives you the how, the map. Because if you don't get the right person for you, you will continue to be where you are, alone, without guidance, and without help. How do you get it? Go to orishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti and click on the image that says, finally, your guide to choosing the guide, the right godparent. And when you get it there, you click, you watch that quick video that is there and get it because it's an amazing opportunity that has come. It was created from your questions from your experiences and our experiences and for my desire to see more folks, more, more, all of you finding where you all belong. This is an Ask an Priest episode. For those who are new to the podcast, of course, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here in this listening community. Ask a Priest is a series that we have where you, the community, asks questions that you've always wanted to ask a priest in the Arisha traditions, and now you have the chance. I'll put it on the show notes, so don't worry about it, but if you need to know where you can ask your burning question for a chance for your question to be answered here on the podcast, the link is arishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest, no dashes, just ask a priest. With that, let's get this episode going. Sandy asks, what if I don't agree with the divination? First of all, great question. 
And thank you for taking the time to write to us. And really, that's a great question because what if you don't agree? The simple answer, whether you agree or not, that is up to you. That is the simplest of answers that I can give you. But of course, because this is the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, we're going to go a little bit deeper into this question. I'm going to ask a question. Back then, there was a time where everybody thought that the earth was square. And a lot of people really, they that's it. They thought anybody who thought anything otherwise, they were like, well, y'all crazy. Did the earth stop being round because those people did not believe that it was round? No, it was still round, right? The truth will always be the truth. Whether you agree with that truth or not. Let's go a little bit further. If something comes out in the oracle, you're sitting across the priest and you don't agree with it, you have really three choices. One, ask the diviner questions at the end. There's usually a time in any good reading that they're like, do you have any questions? This is your time. I'm hoping that whenever you go to a reading, you're taking dubious notes because it is important. A lot of things can be missed when a lot of information is thrown at you. Ask questions. What do you mean by this? This does not really apply to me. Like what's going on? This would be number one. Number two, if you are not comfortable with that priest, just end the reading. Just, it doesn't matter because you're not going to get along. Just end the reading, end of story, bye-bye. I always suggest, this is number three, I always suggest folks to take great notes. Don't just listen and stay there. Actively listen. Grab notes. If you can, record the entire session. Some priests allow, and most do actually, whether you can record the conversation or not. And then you go to another priest for a second opinion. In Alejos 101, we have a tool for the students who have taken that program. It's called My Spiritual Notes, where you know what should be coming out on the mat. Like you don't know exactly the oduns that are going to come out, but you know the process. And it shows you what questions to ask if you don't see something on the mat during your reading. These kinds of notes would be great to take to another priest because then they can take the information that was given with all of the other variables that your reading will have to provide some information. I know that I don't need to say it, but I'm going to put the reminder, don't expect another priest to just get on the phone with you to give you that information. You would either have to set up another reading, which is highly recommended, of course, or set up some time and still give him or her the ashadi for their time to go over your notes to see how much light they can shed on the matter, especially if you are in disagreement. This is an area 
where you can see the value of an experienced priest. Because the way that it was explained to me is the oracle always works. But the priest is the one that interprets the oracle that comes out. What's fallible is the priest. The priest didn't see the correct odung or the priest it misinterprets or just doesn't have enough information with all of the variables that came out, what came out in Iray, what came out in Ib, and the combination of what other oduns have been around. This is where everybody sees the immense value of the experience of a good divining priest. Let's go through a couple of examples. If the oracle says, you must stop cheating on your spouse, and you're like, I'm not even married, you might be like, this person doesn't know what they're talking about. I will tell you something. The oracle has an interesting view of time, and something may come out, and it's not applicable to you yet. But maybe 10 years down the line, it will be. I'm going to tell you a story on when I thought that the priest that I was dealing with was absolutely crazy, but maybe not. Well, let me tell you the story. I sat down on the mat. I was in the beginning, so honestly, I wanted to have a reading like every day of the week because in the beginning, that is like so amazing. Like, oh my God, I have to do it both. This is going to be great. This is awesome. And in I think it was the first or the second reading. It might have been the first. He said something that I'm like, what? And he told me, you have to watch your words with your father, with your biological, because he kept asking, is your father alive? Your father alive? I said, yeah, he's alive. And he said, well, you're going to have to watch your words because one day you may have to talk to him, but And that day, if you don't watch your words, it's going to cause like an argument, discussion, a fight, verbal fight that could cause him a heart attack and end his life. Now, I'm like, my father at that point, oh my God, he was like strong as an ox, scary dude. And I'm like, I ain't talking to him (laughs) ever about anything, especially this stuff. My father had no idea that I was going to this type of spiritual readings because he was praying for my soul to go back to being a Seventh-day Adventist. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I totally dismissed it because, you know, the dude was crazy. Like, how would a set of seeds or, because I didn't even know there were seeds. I had no idea what they were. Like, what's some shells they're going to know about the, like, whatever. And, but remember, I was really young. I, I think I was like 20. I, I was very, I was like 19 or 20. I don't even know anymore. But I was very young. And I just, I did not agree. I did not agree with that. I said, okay, whatever. Now, interestingly enough, uh, in 2019, I get a call. My mother is frantic, frantic. She's like, your father, your father's dying. And I'm like, whatever, because we have not had the greatest of relationships. And I'm like, all right, put him on the phone, you know, say goodbye. You know, we're Latinos, so, you know, pídele la bendición, like ask for his blessing before he dies. And I'm like, bendición. 
and he's, you know, he sounded really bad. And out of all of this time, he's been in the hospital several times. I never wanted to go to see him. And since we moved from New York to North Carolina, I'm like, sorry, I'm down here. I can't. This time was different and I was moved to go to New York. And I remember I got the call in my job. That night I packed my bags and in the morning I was driving to New York by myself. And my husband, by the way, was not thrilled with that decision. He's like, my wife is going to be all there alone. And I'm like, I have to go. Something was pulling me there. And when I went there, I saw, like in my mind, I was on the ride. I remember I was listening to some of my favorite books. And in my mind, I was getting prepared to lay it on him. Like, you did this to me and you did that to me. And how dare you? And I've turned out to be what I think is okay. But you did that. Why did you do that? Like, I was getting ready to get all of this stuff out because I didn't want him to die and him not know or for us to have that conversation. So for me, that was like, you're, you're going to give me answers. When I got there. I saw a shell of a man and I remember when I got there, I got there at night and on a Thursday, that Friday, I drove up early in the morning and I went to see him. And when I went to see him, he wasn't feeling good and he had not been feeling good. And I said, well, I'll, I, I have my car. I'll take you to the hospital. Let's go. When we get there, of course, emergency craziness. He was laying in the, in the gurney and I looked at him and he was just a shell of a man. Five foot nine and he weighs less than me and I'm five foot seven. He was just skin and bones. Well, he is because he's still alive at this moment. But when I looked at him at that moment, more than 20 years later, that is when that reading came up. And it was almost like the guy was, was saying it to me, like literally in my head, like I could, I could hear him replaying that me being in the, in the, in the Orisha room that he used to have for his readings is this, just watch your words because there's going to be a time and the whole thing came back. And that's when I realized, holy crap. This is that time. This is that time that was told to me about a long time ago because I was ready to, you know, let's, let's fight about this. Let's get this out. Why did you do this? And I realized this could be the time. Actually, I didn't even say could. I knew that if I would have done that, that would have been the time and he just would not have made it. So what I disagreed with back then, Arisha was like, nope. It's going to happen. And that's what happened many, many years later, more than 20 years later. So what you disagree with at one point might just be for the time being, but not for the rest, for all of your life. Another thing is if the Orisha whoever, because, you know, if you go to an Orisha reading, they're like, oh, Oshun speaks in this Odung, and she says when and it's advised for you to do this or this or that or Alegba or whoever, whichever Orisha. If they're asking you to stop a behavior that you feel is okay, there could be a disagreement in there. 
right? What if they tell you to stop wearing black and you're like, heck no, I love all my shades of black in my closet. Thank you. I like my midnight black and my light black and my heather black and all the other blacks and moon black, like them all. That again would be your choice to heed to the advice or not. But the advice is out there. By the way, I'm using that example because I got that. Again, I was very young. All I wore was black. Black shirts, black pants, black socks, black shoes. Everything was black. I had zero color in my closet. Everything was black because, you know, black is universal and everything matches with black and black will thin you out and all those other reasons. And they told me you have to start to stop wearing all black and they did give me a reason. And I I looked at him like, what? No, this ain't going to happen, dude. But the reason was feasible. For me personally, they told me, well, you really don't feel good. Like your light is dimmed. You're really in a dark place. And when you look, when you look good, you feel good. And sometimes... A lighter color would, will attract um, a different type of energy. And then you start to shift. I'm looking at him like, are you crazy? It's not going to happen, dude. But because I was brand new, man, I was going to do whatever it was that they told me to do. So I started out very, very small. And I had a shirt with black and white. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started bringing some dark blues and some other colors. And it was true. It was true what they said. And I had to make that change. Did I agree with it? No, I I didn't. No. Yeah, I'm looking back and I can just imagine because they say that my face is pretty expressive. And I'm like, no, I'm so not. No, this is not going to happen. But I did it. And it was a behavior, really. It wasn't about, um, it was a behavior. I really just went to that and I had to change it. And I didn't agree. They did give me a reason and it worked. So sometimes you have to ask those questions like, why? Why does that? Because our autons also give you the reasons to why. So why you don't wear a certain color is because this and this and that. Why this? Because this and this and that. What if the oracle and the priest is telling you that you are not meant to be an initiate? You're like, no way. I do not agree with this. Like, I feel this in my bones. I was meant to go through Ocha. I think I'm going to go through Ifa. There's another level above that. I think I'm going to go do that too. Again, life is a free will and you could choose to go ahead and pay the $10,000 to become an initiate and to do all those other bows and then to do the three month bow and maybe later on you're regretting every single day the decision that led you there and you start hating being in the tradition, you blame the Arisha, you you blame the diviner, they're crazy, this is their fault. This is really your choice. Another thing could be that it was going to be okay for you to stay being an Aborisha and you did not have to 
become an initiate. There was enough array for your life and your destiny to just stay being an aborisha, but you wanted to do it. And many times the aborisha will still say, yeah, I'll take you. You don't have to, my child, but okay, because they know that this would have been like an additional extra struggle for you. Again, it's really your choice. Everything in this road called life and what you think about is your choice. You can choose to believe what is being told to you or not. When I do not agree with something that is definitely not talking about me, and it has happened, by the way, there's usually a time, like, I won't cut them off, but there's usually a time where I'm like, hey, I, I don't think this is for me. And the priests, this is where you see the good priests, like the golden standard, like the golden, not even standard, like the golden, priests from the ones that are just not knowledgeable just yet. This is where the priests dig a little or a lot deeper. Because also the way that the priests ask the questions to divine is important. Wording is important. And if the question is asked in a kind of wonky way, then you're going to get a kind of wonky answer. If nothing is applicable and it is being read by an olorisha, then I'm like, I I don't know about this. And they're like, well, this is what I see. What will happen is that they will send me to Ifa and that would be the correct way to go or to an elder who may know how to read a lot better because Ifa tends to be a bit more clarifying because they have access to all the oduns, all of the energies surrounding life's situations. Another thing to consider is that odu interpretation varies from lineage to lineage, from house to house. There are some odus that drop on the mat. And let's say somebody in Lukomi is like, oh my God, we're all going to die. And somebody grab a chicken and let's all clean ourselves and we can't leave and ah, we're going to die. And in Isheshe, the same odun is like, all right, this is a strong odu, but it's filled with blessings. If you do a bowl, and this is the bowl that usually comes along with this. Will this bowl clear this blah, blah, blah. So the priest, the experience and the lineage plus your rapport with that priest will add up to this experience for you. If you get read with a priest and nothing resonates with you, then it might be time to find another priest. I don't always agree with readings. Now, I find that many times I will find the answer of said reading that I did not agree with, with time. Time is what teaches me. And then I get a little reminder of that time, quote unquote, that I got that reading that said this and this and that. I am hesitant about this little part because... Well, when it comes to readings, it's not that we should always blame the priest 
So I don't want you to think that because it's not that they're a bad priest, which is why I was hesitant about saying that. But understand, it's like, it's like going to school. When you're learning how to read, your vocabulary is not quite up there yet, right? But by the time you graduate high school, you have an expanded vocabulary. The same goes here with the Orisha readings. Another thing that I wanted to add before I forget is that when you don't agree with something, let's say that something keeps coming up and you're like, it's not me. It's not me. It's not me. A good question to ask is, could it be someone who lives with me? Could it be my partner? Is it somebody who's around me? Because sometimes the oracle will show up loud and clear for somebody else who's around us because something important needs to be said. And sometimes the the reading would be like, it's for you, but you're like, this is not me. That could be another question that you could ask. Could this be for someone else? Because this does not, it just doesn't, doesn't go for me. It doesn't, it's not fitting me right now. Like I don't behave this way. For example, if it says stop drinking for whatever, I'm like, but I don't drink. Could it be for someone else? Could it be for someone who's around you? Could it be that somebody's going to come drunk to your house? A lot of the experience of a priest is going to be seen at this point when there is a disagreement. And I would encourage you not to be like, uh-uh, I don't think so. That's not like we, we have to speak to priests with respect. But if there's something that you're not agreeing with, you should also be honest. Like, hey, this this really does not. This doesn't sound like me. None of this is sounding like me. Can we find out what is going on with this? And just see. You're going to see if this is a great priest to work with, depending on how they handle this situation, especially. And this could also give you a clue on what your time is going to be working with this priest in the future. I want to thank you for this question, Sandy. It was honest. It is the kind of question that folks ask in their minds, but are afraid to ask out loud, or they ask only behind a computer screen and they're scared of what the answer like. If you don't like it, too bad. And that's not quite the right answer. And I'm really happy that you wrote this one down because it really stood out. You have reached the end of this episode. I know that this was this was interesting because these are real situations that happen. So I'm I'm just happy that you hung out with me. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash number four and nine. So four nine for the 49th episode. All of the resources that I mentioned will be listed on the show notes. And when any new thing comes up or, you know, they're always going to be found in the show notes for that episode, I'm going to share a couple of updates with you. So quick update on this one. Yes, Orisha swag is on the underway. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to be ready soon. I've been busy taking pictures and there are going to be all kinds of t-shirts and mugs that are going to be available. Honestly, I can't wait. Everything 
will be available on the Etsy store first and then on my site once it's finished. This has been, finishing my site has been like a never-ending project. So even thinking about it is like, ah. But think about it. You could have an Orisha Wisdom t-shirt or a mug that says, be calm, do a bow. (laughs) Or I like this one. There's a shirt that says, hold on, let me call my babalao. That's so cool. These are the kinds of things that I would have loved to have seen in stores. And I would love to see like in regular stores and they're coming. Stay tuned. Definitely they're coming. Also, if you want jewelry, Orisha inspired jewelry, get yours by going there to that Etsy store because I'm not designing anymore for the time being. And yes, they are all made by hand, not by some big company somewhere overseas. So get it. Some of you have been taking advantage of it to get it because that's it. Once it's done, it's done. There are two big announcements for this week. Number one, There are three live classes coming this week. Let's talk about the Orisha traditions. If you are new, you are still trying to find your way. It hasn't worked for you, right? You're still on 50 million groups. You still haven't found a godparent. You're like, what is it that I need to know? What could happen? What are the the traditions like? Check out my info link on the show notes. Um, It's easy. It's orishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti. So, I-Y-A-O-M-I-L-E-T-I. I I have to make sure I spelled it right. Number two, I started this quietly in the past week, and I think I kind of said, sent out a little email, but I was cringing while I was sending it out. And I was trying to keep it quiet, but One of you reached out to me and really, and when I mean really, really, really presented his case on the why I should do this. And I'm not kidding. He sent me videos and pros and cons and everything. And my argument was that I don't want to be like those slimy people. And he said that this is a way for folks to show their love to Arisha Wisdom for the podcast and for the community and for all the help that it has provided So I started a Patreon. I can't believe that I'm saying that out loud, but I'm so excited and I'm nervous at the same time. So check out Patreon, my Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash Iya Omileti and you will have access to the podcasts before before they are published and you're going to get other perks. And he was very adamant. I should have tears. And I was like, but I, I don't want, he's like, you've got to do this. And I'm like, oh, fine. So I can't wait to see you there. I thank you in advance for your support as it will truly help this podcast with the costs so that I can create more content for you. If you like this episode and found it valuable to you and your spiritual growth, share this podcast episode so that someone else can show, you know, love to it, get value from it, absorb it just like you have. And I would be so grateful if when you have a couple of minutes to spare, hop over to iTunes to leave us a review. 
I read each and every one of them, and they give us the fuel to keep going and to creating more content for your spiritual journeys. Those couple of minutes that you take to share your thoughts, they mean the world to me. And if you are on YouTube, like the episode, subscribe, and click on the little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when there's a new video uploaded. Actually, I'm going to stop right here because my kids find it absolutely hysterical when their favorite YouTubers go and smash the like button and smash the subscribe button. I can't say it, but I couldn't help it because the moment I said that to you, I just thought of their faces like, you should tell them to smash the subscribe button. So anyway, I may never say that again. But in the meantime, we could laugh about it. You smashing the subscribe button. Stay tuned for the next episode where we're going to go through another of your questions from Ask a Priest. I can't wait. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo. Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed, and until next time.